0: Again, transmission this is Dungeon radio hour. Hello and welcome, Adventurers, to Dungeon Radio Hour, a DD actual play comedy podcast where not all of the necromancers are bad guys, some of them just want to raise a family in peace. As always, hey. I'm your host and dungeon master, Dalton rusher Riddle, joined once again by my ragtag band of would-be heroes. Introduce yourself, heroes.
1: I'm Michael Adair.
2: I'm Alyssa Adair.
1: And I'm Andrew Gerline.
2: Well, hello,
0: everyone. Hello. Uh, long time. No see. I feel like it's been a hot second. It has it been really since has. we've been uh Since we've had a recording. Well, because someone had to move. That doesn't know. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yes, Cody and I moved. Uh, For the audience at home that does not know this already, we bank these episodes. Uh, So even though you're listening to this, you know, on a random Tuesday or Thursday afternoon, uh, we are sufficiently ahead. And so we had to take a little bit of break in our recording process because Cody and I did move. We moved into the house uh, this last week. There are still lots of boxes, so if anyone wants to come help me unpack, you are more than welcome. Uh I will not pay you <laughs> or thank you. You, uh, won't, you won't even thank it. them. No. <laughs> I, won't even, I won't even thank
2: them. I don't no, think you're gonna no. get many people. But he will grace you with a <laughs> weird like eye movement where he like looks you up and down with some slight <sighs> oh, judgment.
1: The gay look mm. up and yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Like the way you're carrying <laughs> that box. Mm. hmm mm. You sure you wanna open that with
2: yeah, he's like, you sure you want to do that? Okay. So wait, wait, wait. How
1: do you like your new house? You're in a new studio, basically.
0: Yeah, it's a new studio for me. Uh, I'm slowly still putting it together, but the the bulk of the main pieces are in place. The house is beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, it's everything that Cody and I could have wanted, and even more than that. So we're very, we're very pleased with it. Is it I'm haunted? loving the
2: the nerd wall I'm seeing up that's starting behind Thank, you.
0: That Thank is you. a beautiful nerd wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate that. It's uh, it's it's getting there. Yeah, it's getting each um each shelf of that bookcase is going to be dedicated to you know, a different fandom. So Pokemon's on top. And then it drops down into uh Dungeons and Dragons. And then my books. I know. Shocker. <gasps> I have books. books. My book, my books are on the third shelf. And then the shelf underneath it's that the is Garfield
2: uh, Fat Cat three pack volume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. Well, for our listeners, you're now gonna have to like send photos when it's complete because they can't I, see it. I know
0: it. one yeah, once it's all together and put up. I'll I'll post it on the the Instagram. Um, We are getting wildly off topic. So usually when we get into the intro for the show, we do a game or we do some kind of fun little like word association or like a never have I ever would you rather type of moment. But tonight, today, I thought that we would do a complete 180 from any of that and you all have written some sketches uh Andrew what? Mike Alyssa have all written some sketches and we will be doing some cold reads of those tonight and for those of you who aren't familiar with the term cold read it's basically when an individual gets a script for the first time and then brings those words off of the page right there in the moment without having really any context context, context to what they are saying or reading. So this could either go really, really well and be funny or it could crash and burn. So oh, well I thought between. you just
2: <laughs> wanted my I thought you just wanted my writing expertise, Dalton. Uh yeah, I'm I actually like...
0: I'm working on an Alyssa chat GPT bot. <laughs> and I just needed, needed... a few samples yeah, 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 yeah. to pre-
1: that'd be pretty helpful. I think it might be more helpful <laughs> yeah. than I like that. Actual chat GPT. i so go to Alyssa for just about anything.
3: <laughs> Dalton, are you saying these sketches that we hastily wrote with almost no time before this episode? We're now, reading them live for the first time now. We are
0: we are reading them live for the first time now with these our mouth sketches with our <laughs> mouth. What well, I, I hope you, I hope you use mm. your mouth. You, hey. there's not a rule that says you. <laughs>
2: Have to. I mean, I'd rule. love to
3: see if somebody has a different tactic. I'll well, say that. I'm going
2: to yeah, warn I, you say, right say. now. I put in minimal effort into this. Just <laughs> minimal time. Five minutes max. I was like, let me just word vomit oh, onto this page. This sketch Here that I have
3: for you was mm-hmm. written 30 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, so we'll see no. how this goes. Well,
1: mine has been uh, in the works for a number of years. I've had a no, one has it. No, no, it hasn't.
3: No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. No, I have a work attached. of art now. I have it on good authority that I messaged you earlier today <laughs> saying friendly reminder about the sketch. I, uh, I oh, I, guarantee- I had already read it.
2: I already, had. Knew about it. I had he already it, have. I already written it. Have you remember. not listened to him? Okay,
3: I just don't
1: believe. Yeah, it's a been word in the words word Man's mouth. That's all. I wrote it last night, <laughs> night while pooping, and that will come out in the in the words. Oh, oh.
2: So. oh. I bet we'll be okay. able
1: to sense it.
2: So we can do Andrew's last then, because <laughs> I, think so. um,
3: I don't know if I'm excited for it. Wait. So Alyssa, did you say you wanted to go first? I mean, I guess. All right, let's go ahead and do yours first. Sure. All right, we'll Alyssa, try.
0: pull it. Pull it up. What are we? What are we looking for here? All right,
2: you're looking for. Uh, the wonderful sketch titled Human Camp Counselors at Vampire Camp.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. And you
2: guys can take your pick as to who you are. I only wrote three characters. There is Brent, Kyle, Trevor, all the whitest, no. most blood-filled people. <laughs> you cast us. <laughs> you cast, you cast us. You we cast all us. have to cast okay, okay, okay. who we want. Um, all right. Uh, you know what? Dalton, be Brent. <laughs> okay. uh, Andrew, be Kyle. And Mike B. Okay. Trevor.
3: All right. So I'm Trevor. You're Trevor. Okay. You're Trevor. You don't look like a Trevor, no.
0: but you're Trevor.
3: All right. Whenever you're ready.
0: Yo.
1: What up, newly undead? raise those pale hands in the air and wave them like you just found out you were bitten by a vampire and then forced to drink their blood in turn and now are coming out of a two week coma.
3: That's right. You are now the underlings to our super cool master Vampire Walter! Master
0: (laughs) Walter is a sick overlord to have. He even lets us leave the castle bi-monthly with supervision. But until we get you guys (laughs) properly trained, he wants nothing to do with your gross decaying bodies.
3: (laughs) So we're going to take you through a week-long summer camp to get your mangy bodies in shape. And
1: that's rule number one. In order to not be a gross-looking corpse person, you got to know your D's. Always be drinking. Oh, yeah. oh, hell yeah, Kyle. We got, We've um, got a mess. Oh, home.
0: that's right. You're Trevor. My bad. <laughs>
1: he's got the sideways hat. Who's got the sideways hat? Who's uh, got the sideways Tre- hat? Who's wearing the
3: sideways hat? All right. All right, all right Trevor. Hell Yeah. We've got to mess all the fresh bodies for you in the dungeons. Then on Thursdays, we show you how to stalk and capture your prey.
0: Thirsty Thursdays, am I right? Now, I know what you're thinking. Uh, Camp Counselor Brent, I never asked for this. I don't want to live a life of constant bloodlust. I want to go back to my wife. And kids!
1: <laughs> you lost me at both, sister.
0: <laughs> but we're here at Camp Walter Palooza. We have the hard job of telling you that you're stuck here forever. But we promise, if you just give it a chance, it can be pretty neat.
3: Yeah, who wants a beating heart? Those things get cancer, probably. <laughs> and our job is to make it fun while you're away from your families.
1: So, if you could pull all those weak, pathetic bodies out of those graves, who wants to play Avoid the Steak? Ah!
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've also got gotcha. Umbrellas Are Your Friend outside. <laughs> and tonight we'll play Hide and Go Seek in the Hall of Mirrors we've got set up in the sewers.
0: And down the hall, we've got Coffin
1: Bunk Beds. Who wants to be Bunk Buddies? <laughs> Hello Hello there, friend. I know your body's going
3: through a lot of changes, but camp counselors aren't for biting. Uh Uh-oh, looks like someone needs a timeout in the crucifix room. Kyle, would you give me a hand? Uh, no problem, partner. And Brent, could you teach all these vamp kiddos our minion cheer
1: while we're gone? (laughs) Yeah, no (laughs) problem. Everyone
0: (laughs) raise their right hand and repeat after me. I am a vampire. I am
3: a a vampire. Vampire.
0: I I like to suck blood. I I like to suck suck blood. blood. I will be the most perfect vampire. I I will be the the most perfect perfect
1: vampire. vampire.
0: Or I'll get kicked in the mud.
1: Or I'll get kicked in the mud.
2: Yeah. All right. yeah. Whoa. yeah. 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 And that's it. That <laughs> <the time. laughs>
0: I love it. That was that was a good time. I enjoyed that.
2: Thank you. It was. And I'm. I'm I just would gonna, send my kids there. I'm just gonna warn oh, for no. the audience. I full on just said makeup chant for Dante. <laughs> yeah. So I was expecting more of a cheerleader chant, but I really really appreciate what it it's like we took an oath yeah (laughs) you see
3: when you let your actors improvise you never know what they're going to bring to the table i've never been to a football game with where the (laughs) cheerleaders say okay audience repeat (laughs) after
1: me (laughs) me." i'm watching football (laughs) (laughs) football is my life all right no that was great that
2: That was brilliant also, while writing it, I realized that'd be like an expert level game for vampires to be in a hall of mirrors because they can't see their reflection. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. They'll I never like know it. when they're coming. That's a good point, Alyssa. Yeah, I like yeah, the yeah. world you've built yeah. with this vampire. I got
2: really yeah. deep into into <laughs> vampire lore. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna have mm-hmm. to
0: explore Camp Walter Palooza in a Patreon episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I, 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 think I need so. I need more I need more context here.
2: Let's see how these vampire kids are doing. Um, <laughs> okay, friends.
3: All right. If you would Uh, Okay, mine is divorce, and it is in the season one folder. If you could please open that now. Of course. We all have Mm, a role.
2: mm, 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 mm. I'm guessing I'm the girl.
3: You're the girl, you're Marjorie. Dalton, if you could be judge. Sure. Uh, Andrew, you could be Dan. Dan? Okay, interior courtroom day. A judge sits down at the bench to begin the court proceedings for a divorce trial. In front of the bench stand a couple, Dan and Marjorie. The air in the room is filled with tension.
0: Mr. and Mrs. Thompson, I see here that you filed for a divorce on October 3rd. Is this correct?
2: Yes, Your Honor. That's true, Your Honor.
0: And uh, I am to understand that you've divided up all your assets equally and have entered into an amicable private agreement over all real property.
2: Yes, Your Honor. I'm keeping the house. And
1: I'm staying at a Holiday Inn Express until I close escrow on a bigger, better house with my younger, hotter wife, who is sexually promiscuous.
0: Ah, I see. So, we're here today to settle the custody arrangement for your son, Brandon Thompson. And you'll be representing yourselves, is that correct? It is, Your Honor. Then, we will proceed. Bailiff! Can you bring Brandon to the stand? The
3: bailiff brings an adorable seven-year-old boy to the witness stand, and Brandon solemnly climbs up on the chair.
0: Thank you, bailiff. Mrs. Thompson, you have the floor. Please tell the court why you want custody of Brandon.
2: I absolutely do not, Your Honor. E- excuse me? Um, I said I don't want custody, Your Honor. I revoke all visitation rights, thank you. S- so...
0: So you're allowing Mr. Thompson full custody, Uh,
1: is that correct? uh, Excuse me, Uh, Your Honor, I also wish to waive my visitation rights, Your Honor. Um, I am not seeking custody either. Well, then who will have custody of Brandon? Uh, I'm
2: sure he'll figure it out, sir.
1: Excuse me? We believe in times like these, everything just kind of works itself out. I, I, I don't know if
0: I'm understanding correctly. Mrs. Thompson... Why don't you want custody of your child?
2: Um, well, Brandon is, uh, officially on the record. Uh, a real piece of shit, Your Honor.
3: Brandon's head lowers sadly in the witness stand. Miss Thompson, your son is in the room.
2: Uh, yes, yes, Your Honor, and I hope that little son of a bitch heard every word.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe this. (laughs) This is your son. Mr. Thompson, you also want no share of custody of your child.
1: That is correct, Your Honor. Why? Well, my wife said it all, Your Honor. Thank you, babe. No problem, sweetie. Ex-sweetie. Uh, yeah, it's like my <laughs> wife said, Your Honor. Uh, Brandon, he's just a... Uh, well, he's a real piece of
2: shit.
0: Well, this has to be some sort of a joke. What reason could you possibly have to reject and abandon your child?
2: Well, um, I would uh, bring back to light that he is uh, a real piece of shit. Y-
0: yes, yes, I know. He's a real piece of
2: shit.
3: Brandon's head lowers even more in sadness.
2: I know you think
3: he's a real piece of shit, but, but, but why?
2: He's just a real kind of wet blanket, your honor.
1: He's really no fun, sir. He sucks donkey dick at being a good guy. I guess. The judge is
2: stymied. Oh, for example, your honor, Brandon is just the worst to hang out with that's true sir and lazy right right never picked up a lazy. goddamn check in his life your holiness he's 7 years old yeah but he dresses like he's 3 his fashion sense is for shit your judginess you buy all my clothes also
1: on the record he sucks big shit at sports sir what
2: sport do you play that's brandon that's
1: my line mrs thompson i would
0: whatever
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what sport do you play son Soccer.
2: And he sucks the right shit out of it, sir. Probably the most ugly kid to play the game.
0: Now, Brandon, how do you feel about what your mother just said? I- I'm one of the most important
1: positions.
2: You're a goalie. Uh... <laughs> and you're only a goalie
1: because you're so fucking fat.
2: I'm sorry, no, no, Your Honor. It's... He's so I'll, fat. I'll,
0: I'll allow it. He is pushing.
2: Why? <laughs> I-, I can attest to that, Your Honor. He is, by definition... A real tub of guts. Uh, We shop at the clothing store for little fatty boys with uh, (sighs) fat, fat rolls, (laughs) and he has no self-control.
3: You only give me leftovers of your fast food. Well, this is most unusual.
2: Is there
0: anything I could do to convince you, one of you, to take custody of your
1: child?
2: I'm sorry, Your Honor. I can't. I've had it up to here with that little fucker, with this little shit. He picks
1: bad shows, Your Honor. Bad shows! He loves Ted Lasso. It's his favorite show, and I just think that
3: is so fucking basic. I like the mild humor. <laughs> are,
1: are, are you all right, Mr. Thompson? Yes, Your Honor, I've just... I, I've hit my limit with this guy, I think. Well, you know?
0: uh, with that settled, I, I guess... Bailiff, uh, take him away!
3: Where am I going?
0: Well, to the poor orphanage across
1: town. Bye-bye.
3: Enough!
1: I've heard enough out of you today.
3: Yeah, get
1: him, Judge. You may use corporal punishment if you insist, sir. Brandon
3: is put in big iron chains and dragged <sighs> away. Oh, so, sorry. I'm sorry. I just... It's just the whine of his little voice.
2: Oh, we understand, Your Honor.
0: Now, who's taking custody of your son? Uh,
1: Kyle.
2: Both of us, Oh, yeah, Honor. Kyle's cool.
1: Chill, chill, hang, sir. Just a real fucking solid Chill.
0: We both have been through so much. We really have, Your Honor. You know, I don't... I don't usually do this, but bring it
3: here. The three of them hug oh. in front of the bench. Oh. Through the window, you can see Brandon crying as he's put in the orphan truck. <laughs> the, orphan the, <laughs> orphan the orphan truck? truck. The <laughs> orphan truck? You make, cream make truck? one
2: so sad. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to say Jesus. I don't condone anything I just said in the last five minutes.
3: It's a fictional seven-year-old child. It's okay. I'm still hey, hurt. Some
1: seven-year-olds are so annoying, though. That's, I mean,
0: yeah. it's true. They are. And this one is mm, probably the worst Brand- of them.
1: Brandon really did suck.
3: Brandon. Poor
2: Poor Brandon. Brandon. Poor
1: you Brando. just wanted to
2: be loved.
1: Yeah. Mike, are you Bra- are you Brandon? Were you Brandon? Probably. Yeah, are you working that's out some
3: kid. drama in this? Hey, man.
2: <laughs> let's not do
3: this here, you guys. <laughs> do fucking so, do this, you guys. So that's a yes. <laughs> nah, nah. One of them wanted me. All right. Let's go with uh, Andrew, your script. All right. I am sending this on Messenger
1: because my phone is being stupid. We'll all read it through Messenger. You got yes, it, bud. I'm pulling up um, Messenger. <laughs> Mike, you are going to play the role of detective. Alyssa, you're going to play boss lady. Oh,
2: I'm up to Dalton, boss you're
1: going to play Razorblade. Oh, boy. And I will play the intern, and I'll also read the stage directions. Oh, here we go.
0: Wait, so my character's name
1: is Razorblade? Yeah, Razorblade. It'll All right. come up. All right, fade in. An old New York police precinct. A grizzled detective steps out of the shadows of the janitor closet, pants fully around his ankles. He pulls them up and adjusts his belt. A police intern looks at the detective. Damn, boss. Sleep here again?
3: Crime never sleeps, and the alarm clock is me.
1: (laughs) What? If it never (laughs) sleeps, why does it need an alarm? Bang! Bang! The detective wastes the intern, what? gun smoking. What? He inhales the gun smoke like a cigarette and blows smoke rings with it. None of the other officers, workers even give a shit as the intern sputters his last breath. What? <laughs> Suddenly, an authoritative woman kicks down her own office door and looks out at the detective.
2: <laughs> detective Officer Christopher Chickens. Never thought I'd see you again.
3: God damn it, Sheriff Lady Boss Clydesworth. Don't you know I never left? I've been hiding out in the mop bucket all these years, putting together the clues of who killed my ex-neighbor's mom.
2: (coughs) First of all, it's Sheriff Clyde Street now.
3: Oh. My bad. Divorced?
2: No. Started as an octuplet, but absorbed seven of my siblings in the womb. Sometimes their names come up.
1: (coughs) The intern coughs up blood on the floor. (laughs) If, If your siblings... wouldn't you all have the same last name? BANG! BANG! Both Sheriff Ladyboss and Detective Chickens hold their own respective smoking
3: guns. They both both holster their weapons.
2: God damn it, Detective Chickens. It's good to have you back.
3: But what was the second thing? You said the first thing was that you're Detective Clyde Street now, so what else was there?
2: That case of your ex-neighbor's dead mom? We've opened it up again. You've got more bodies.
3: More ex-neighbor moms.
2: Yep, same M.O.,
3: Let me guess. Killed with a box of wheat thins and a rusty corkscrew?
2: God, you're good.
3: Sheriff Lady
1: Boss throws a bloody wheat thin on the table, (laughs) then a corkscrew, and then a bottle of wine, which she opens with the corkscrew. She begins filling two wine glasses.
2: Well, if we're putting you back on the force, we should drink. They drink. Detective Chicken spits it out. (laughs) What is this, a red blend? No, it's blood. Tastes familiar?
3: Mmm, I'm getting hints of Caucasian.
2: It's your mother, Detective.
1: Detective Chickens tastes the wine again. No. He tastes it again, to be sure. No. He finishes the glass, pours another, takes one more sip, and spits it out.
4: (coughs) No!
2: I'm... I'm sorry you had to find out like this.
3: She was so young and paired so well with a nice brie. Mommy, What's how did you get is... wrapped up in all this?
2: Looks like she was someone's ex-neighbor's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be um, him? It's what? his ex-neighbor's <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> But she's also my I'm not, I'm not gonna question it, okay. <laughs> but she's my mom, Sheriff Clyde Street.
2: It's Clyde Swallow now, actually. <laughs> I like how they're all Clydes. Um, anyway, they're all
3: Clydes, but yeah.
2: That's the that's the the thing that goes between all the octoplets. Anyway, yeah. look, I know she's your mom, and we're not saying it's your fault.
3: She would have never been a mom without me. Literally. The perfect victim for this cruel, serial-killing bastard. Who is he? Where is he? Tell me you've cracked the case.
2: We've got it narrowed down to one individual, Razorblade Johnson. I know you two go way back. Now we've got him booked on a library-speaking volume citation. But he's keeping his big trap shut, like he should have at the library. I want you to go in there and work your magic.
1: Cut to the interrogation room, the back of a man's head seated at a table in handcuffs as we see Detective Chickens kick down the door and step into the
3: room. Razorblade Johnson.
1: Well, well,
0: well, if it isn't my old police academy pal. Good to see you,
3: Chris. It's been too long, Razorblade Seth Frederick Johnson. Yeah, you know I love her when you use my full name. <laughs> what? You, you know why you're today? You know why you're today? <laughs> I thought I was tomorrow,
0: but I got a feeling it's something to do with that dead
1: lady I've
2: been hearing about.
1: A slow pan downward as we see an entire dead lady sticking out of Razorblade Johnson's <laughs> pocket.
2: What? This, this reads like an AI ronin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> look! Look! I know we go way back, but I can't leave any stone unturned. It's personal now. My mom's gone, dead style. Oh,
0: mommy chickens. She used to bring us cookies back in the police college. Sorry to hear. I'm going to give it
3: to you straight, Razorblade. Things aren't looking good for you. Frankly, you're covered in blood and your shirt literally says, I did it. I
0: bought this shirt at Dillard's. It's a popular design. I did it. Can mean anything.
3: On the back, it says, genuine, one-of-a-kind shirt. Guilty of murder. Only wear if you definitely did the crime you're being accused of. Hearsay. God damn it, Razorblade, Seth, fucking Johnson, whatever. I know you're involved. And when I find the proof, you're gonna go away for the rest of your life. You hear? Well, too bad. I
0: wiped all the bodies of my fingerprints and scrubbed them of my DNA. No!
3: My one weakness.
2: How is that a weakness? (laughs) Without proof,
0: you just have a theory, don't you, Detective Officer Chickens? Just a stupid little theory, just like your
3: mom,
0: <laughs> who I killed, had a stupid little corkscrew sticking out of her neck.
3: I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God if I ever find proof you did this. <laughs> and you won't. Ah! All this red tape. I guess the crime is unsolvable. Detective Chickens
1: gets up to leave, but stops at the door, realizing something.
3: Hey, razor blade. Before I came in here, they at least offered you something to eat, right?
0: Yeah, but I wasn't hungry. I've been munching on these all day.
1: Razorblade Johnson reaches into his pocket and reveals a handful of bloody Wheat Thins. Then, realizing he's incriminated himself. Uh Uh-oh. Gotcha. Detective Chickens lunges forward and swipes the Wheat Thins into a Ziploc bag.
3: soon as I send these down for DNA testing, you're toast. Or should I say... <laughs> Any last words to say for yourself, you murdering piece of corrupt dog shit? No, no, the, those aren't mine. I was, I was holding them for a
2: friend.
1: Razorblade Johnson tries to get up, but dozens of dead bodies and wheat thins fall out of his pocket. How big
2: are my pockets? <laughs> Why? You,
1: you, you gotta believe me,
2: Chris.
0: It's me, your old elementary school training academy friend. It was college.
1: <laughs> Detective chickens looks at his look. Detective chickens looks at the stack of bodies and shakes his head.
3: You were the smartest cop I ever knew, Razorblade. But even you were too stupid to realize. You should have used Triscuits.
2: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what
3: the fuck? Uh, beautiful. That is like an AI wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. buddy.
2: I also enjoy Dalton that you you did a southern accent for this one as well. I'd like to think that this is the judge. <laughs> after he he felt so much remorse for putting Brandon or whatever the fuck his name was into jail or into orphan Orphan uh, jail Orphan jail Orphan across town The orphan truck that he uh, turned to a life of crime.
3: Yeah, I didn't mean to
0: go southern with it. It just kind of happened.
3: It just came out of him. And you know what? That's what I wanted. Spontaneous Mm -hmm. performances. He found the character so fast. And that's why we fucking work as a group of you guys.
2: That's what you do. It's what happens. You just gotta make a choice and you gotta... You oh, gotta
3: man. make a choice or you gotta make it big. I like it. To- so I'm it adds a my through head, line. My head, I'm gonna flip my hat backwards again. <laughs> Wait, I'm Mike? Trevor. I'm me. Dude, Mike? you have been doing a script thing this whole time. This guy Trevor <laughs> oh, no. was here. I've been here the entire Guess what? Like Gary Oldman, I transformed physically, wow. vocally. Wow. I know. Beautiful I'm so Oscar impressed. for you. Oscar so for good. you, sir. Oh, thank you, Seth. <laughs>
1: last time on Dungeon Radio Hour.
0: All three of you woke up in a makeshift jail cell in the back half of ANORA's Realms' magic shop.
2: The whole time I've just been reading his journal that I found. Oh. And my aunt is acting
1: even more strange than usual. I saw her and her friend walk through a secret door in her vanity mirror. I'm going to confront her about it and see what's really going on.
0: It says Jeff's revenge plan on Nesnar. As you watch the glass kind of fade away, revealing a long, dark tunnel that leads past the vanity. You answered the riddle that allowed you to pass through the mirror the glass that was in Anora's room and it led you down this this dark hall and we're going to open up this show you guys emerging from this dark hall and you come into a circular stone room and the stones in this room are a mixture of like rough rock and actual like smooth polished and carved stone it's kind of a mix mash of both and in the center you see this like circular shape of wooden beams and uh these ropes and this like pulley system that go up into the ceiling and attach itself to this stone platform almost like an elevator of sorts and somebody give me an investigation check so all all three of you roll investigation oh 17
1: 13
0: cool all right so, Mike, you see it before anybody else does. The hallway that you walked through to get to the circular room was very, very dark. But now that there is a little bit of light in the circular room through the use of some torches, you see that there is a dried blood trail that emerges from that same tunnel that you just walked through. And it goes and starts to pool in the center of this elevator.
3: Ew. Hey, guys, got some syrup over, over, over there, here. buddy. No, nope. it's blood. Need some pancakes? Looks like syrup no, from here. it absolutely, no, it's not. It's not syrup, and we've eaten enough blood so far since we've okay. been here. I can pro. taste so it much. and confirm. Don't don't need to. Okay. Already got it? Smell it? See no, it? No, that's
2: blood. That's blood. Yeah.
3: And Alyssa would know, right? I would know. She makes her own blood once a month. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she knows what it smells. I'm, I'm gonna look- lick
1: the blood, not because we don't think it's blood, <laughs> but because I do. I do want to just lick it. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I, just the okay. Tongue and, and I'm done. But what do what we do it about it like? now, guys? Mom, Andrew, I'm sorry.
3: While I'm here,
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat blood and lick
3: blood. Someplace. He does. He does want to eat it. Should and we have an intervention? I just let him do it. I think he's gonna do it if he wants to. So we just all gotta right. let him be all him. Right, okay. All right. Yeah. I, let's investigate real quick. This. Mm-hmm. Uh, area and... Okay. I mean, there's blood. So there's that. Yeah. Dalton, what else do I see in my surroundings?
0: Cool. So you see the room as described. It's a perfectly circular stone room. It's kind of domed at the top. Uh, And the only thing that really is of any interest is this pulley system attached to this platform that seems to be some kind of elevator and this pool of dried blood in the center
3: Hey, guys, there's some sort of elevator dumbwaiter thing that I'm looking at. That's where the blood is.
2: Yeah, that's what we were looking at.
3: Yep. Just wanted to reiterate that that's the most interesting thing in the room. Do we want to go in there and check it out a little bit more?
1: Were elevators invented, though? Back then? Now? I mean,
3: I always thought of elevators as like a modern technology. No, you're thinking of like an electrical elevator. I mean, it's just a pulley system. Those were definitely around in medieval times. (sighs) You know what? Let's not question it because we've also seen holograms and other shit.
1: Oh, so yeah. that's true. Uh, your phone,
3: your that rock in your pocket rings
1: sometimes.
0: Yeah, it
3: does, like a phone. You talk on it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. quite. It's Flintstone logic, I'm guessing for this world. So let's get on the elevator. See what's up.
0: Cool. So as the three of you walk to the center of this platform, you see that there is no lever. There's no release. There's no mechanics that you can see that would operate this pulley system but as the three of you are standing on this platform you start to hear this like almost kind of grinding sound like rock being ground up against rock and as you look down you see a mouth start to form in the center of this platform that you're standing on nope and in this kind of (laughs) this kind of gravelly voice you hear the words if given one, you'll have many more
1: or oh, none. Their elevator music sucks. I was I expecting mean... Toto or <laughs> some or Billy Joel.
2: Is it a scary mouth, like l-
1: lock
0: of teeth? It is. It's not a scary mouth. It is just. It is a mouth that has magically formed in the stone floor of this platform.
2: Why, instead of just having a lock? They're just like, you know what? Let's have this anthropomorphic mouth floor. Ask us a riddle. I mean, there's a
1: metal shortage. You like, know, key making takes up a lot of metal, Alyssa. That's true.
3: I, mean, I don't like, like it. It takes, what, nine months to make a mouth? Yeah. Sometimes you get lucky and you get two. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I guess locksmiths out here,
1: they're just really smart and they'll come and solve a riddle for you. That's how you get in.
2: If given one, you'll have many or none. What is that? Mean? What could you be given but still have nothing?
3: Oh. Wow. How about that? Let's Dark. just yeah. Let's think about that for a second. Oh, but, uh,
1: blood! You give blood, and you have many bloods or none bloods
3: afterwards.
2: What? <laughs> no, I don't. We have don't to think cut our wrists it. in this pool uh, of blood. No, I don't
3: think that's it. Okay, don't feed <clears throat> okay. the mouth. I really don't think that's it. Honestly, let's think about this one for a while. The last riddle, it wasn't the best. It no. seemed like it was hastily crafted. It was hard to solve. <laughs> let's just see let's <laughs> let's sit with this riddle for a minute and really think about what it could be. Maybe it's one of those riddles like I don't know, I have anything to follow that up. Maybe it's just a tricky. <laughs> maybe it's just a, <laughs> a tricky ass riddle. I just don't want to get eaten. If we say
1: the wrong thing, are you gonna eat us? I asked the mouth that.
3: <clears throat>
0: the mouth's response to you is if given one, you'll
1: have
2: many or not.
1: <sighs> okay. Mm. If you give a mouse a cookie,
2: Ooh. either you're
1: going to have a bunch because it'll step on it, breaking it True. into smaller cookies, or it'll eat them all.
2: Yeah. No. Or then he'll want milk, and then he'll want to like, have them. a bedtime, right. and then there's like all these new choices it's
3: making. Right.
0: Alyssa, as you say the word choices... The <gasps> mouth closes up, and the rope starts to unwind what? as the elevator starts to lower.
3: Oh, my God. The
0: answer was milk. Good job, babe. Oh my that God! That was yeah, really milk. good. <laughs>
1: if you give someone you milk, they will have
0: many, or, many
3: none. or
1: none. It rhymes, yeah. too. <laughs>
3: Idiots, all of you. <laughs> that was really good, guys. That was the fastest riddling we've ever done. I feel like Batman, yeah. like a
0: detective, you know? <laughs> That's fucking cool as the three of you get onto the platform and it begins its slow descent, you feel like you are on this thing for a solid 10 minutes or so and He's you us. just watch as the point of light above you gets further and further and further away as you are shrouded in darkness and as you start to go down, you start to pass these levels. And the first level that you pass, you can see out into this vast expanse and it's just a maze of pillars, all carved into the stone that go back for what seems like a half of a mile. But the platform doesn't stop there. It keeps going down. You then pass a level that looks like a laboratory there are like these tesla coil like structures there is this intense surge of magic that all of you can feel as the hairs stand up on end but still the platform does not stop it continues its way down you see out in the next level a huge town that has been crafted out of wood and stone in this expansive cavern. You can see all manner of underdark creatures. There are dark elves and there are duragar, and there are orcs and half orcs and goblins all going about living in this town. It's like water deep, but underneath the earth. And you still continue to go down and down and down for about 22 floors until the elevator finally comes to a rest with a very soft thud. And you look out at this elaborately carved stone arch that is now your only path forward. And as you look up, the light above is just
2: the tiniest
0: little pinprick.
2: Guys, let me me try my phone. Maybe we can have a flashlight going.
3: Is your phone alive still?
2: Yes, because unlike you guys, I actually turn it off between uses. Oh,
3: but aren't you supposed to roll it
0: to see? <laughs> she if it... is. Alyssa, roll a d20 for
2: Eight?
1: Oh, no.
0: It's still on. No, it's still on.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm just surprised mm. you get flashlight service down underground here. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, it
3: is impressive. She's got AT&T, though. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Solid. Cool. So, Solid Alyssa,
0: as you turn on the flashlight on your phone, this isn't. Magical darkness that you're in, so it doesn't swallow up the light, but it's a heavy, heavy darkness mm. that you really can only see about five feet in front of you. Anything past that is still shrouded in this inky blackness.
3: This has to be just deep, deep fucking underground. So yeah, twenty-two floors. Good point. Accounting. So all right, that's enough. So do we? <laughs> does, anybody, does anybody have anything else? A match? A lantern? I think. Um, we just feel our way through the archway,
1: and eventually so we're going to come across a structure or a,
3: another creature that needs light to see. Maybe there'll be some hey, fire. Guess what? Ooh. I'm the dingus of the century, because guess what I got? Charmander sword.
2: Oh, duh.
3: Fire. dude There we go. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we oh, had yeah. magic shit. <laughs> <laughs> we do have This is magic. cool. This really comes in handy, this guy. Yeah. So,
0: Mike, as you unsheath your sword, it ignites in its amber glory. And just like Alyssa's phone, casts light out in front of you. But the darkness is so heavy that you can still see only about five feet in front of you. Well,
3: I don't want my little buddy, Andrew, to be lost and scared. So I say, everybody, get a buddy. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> He's hey, so scared. Hey,
1: well, I'm shaking hey, over here.
3: I caress his cheek. Hey. Hey. Everything's gonna be okay.
1: I'm scared I'm of the scared. dark, dude. When I go up the stairs at night from my
2: basement,
3: I run up the stairs. Still, I do, I do. too.
2: Hey, I do. That's a smart thing to do. You don't want those because little goblins to grab your ankles.
3: There are monsters that will eat you if you don't run. Yeah. and we all know that, so we run from the shadows. But right now, Papa's got you. He's got a big fiery sword, and he's got your hand. I hold his hand. Okay, it's really smart. And you hold Sorry. Alyssa's hand. I got your hand. All right, we're gonna go together. And then we all kiss each other on the cheek, real quick. Alyssa, kiss me on the cheek. I kiss you on the cheek. Andrew, Mm. kiss me on the cheek. Mm. Oh, sorry, dark. It's dark. I missed. Mm. Uh, There you go. All right, one more. Make it real. I kiss you on the cheek. Kiss Alyssa on the cheek. Kiss my wife. No, hold on. Andrew's gonna kiss my wife. I said. Go ahead. Kiss her.
1: (laughs) Alyssa. Mm. And other. That didn't count. One more time.
3: Do it again.
2: Stop it. Mm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, you get that one. (laughs) You get that one. I'm watching you, though. Okay, let's All go right. into the dark. All right. We're going to be okay. okay.
0: Cool. So the three of you.
2: <laughs> cool to so that French kiss. Cool.
0: Cool to the, cool. the French cheek kiss. You fucking weirdos. Mm.
2: A French cheek kiss. We so made it up.
0: The, the three of you walk through this carved stone archway in front of you and you enter into a long hall. And at the end of this hall, there is a large stone statue that the top half seems to have been deliberately destroyed. There are pieces of it broken laying down on the floor, and there are six large, po- six large portraits, three on either side of this hallway. And they've all been ripped. The, the canvas oh. that has been painted upon these have all been ripped in some manner to where you really can't tell who or what these portraits were supposed to depict. And then to both the left mm. and the right are hallways that jut away diagonally.
3: I, I'm okay. We have what seems like no clues. A bunch of portraits that yeah. are all fucked up. Maybe there was an art critic here. That got mad. She didn't like it. Maybe it was Banksy. Maybe this is a statement. Who knows? Uh, but now it's either left or right, friends. What do we think? This is just luck at this point. Left or right, where are we going?
2: Let's flip a, flip a coin. Or someone could investigate.
3: Or somebody could... You know what? No. I don't like that. No. I don't like that tip. Left or right? <laughs> Let's make a choice.
1: Okay. Make a choice right now. Okay. Uh, how many of us are right-handed?
3: Two-thirds.
2: Two thirds. Alyssa? So we should go with the minority, which is me left-handed. Ah, but. No, no, no. Okay, hold on. Let me just flip a coin. Let me flip a coin. Uh-huh. Left lefts get flip two votes. The rights. Okay. Yeah, flip a coin. Okay. All right. Just to be fair. Flip, flip, a, coin. Coin. flip a coin. Flip a coin. Uh it dropped near this uh, portrait. Let's go look <laughs> at it. He's like, go go the
3: weirdest way. Listen, just pick the direction. You can just pick the direction. She wants to investigate. All right, investigate, you nerd. Thank you. You never just let luck decide her <laughs> fate. She
1: was just like boiling, <laughs> just like shaking.
2: Her head. I need it. Before we move on, just let me let me look at these just a little bit closer, and I'd really shine my light onto some of these portraits.
0: So as you shine your light. On these different portraits you can see that there's an old man depicted on all of them um, even though they're torn and tattered you can gather from each of the six that it's the same older man depicted on each and every one of these paintings doing some type of like mundane everyday task there are there's an image of him sweeping there's an image of him Mm -hmm. yawning and stretching there's an image of him like shadow boxing and doing like his little fitness routine and it's this same like scraggly looking man with his tattered and mangled white hair and beard this ashen gray skin deep sunken in eyes and these tattered robes and each look like there's there's this just look of madness on his face in each of these portraits even though they've been ripped and torn to shreds but what catches your eye the most is that one of the paintings is a jar it sticks out from the wall just enough to let the faintest slip of light into the room
2: Guys, did you notice, why would they paint this man doing, like, sweeping? Like, those just the most basic little things. Like, see, come and look at, oh, 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 this one moves. What? What's this one, moving? This one, this last one, it's moving just a little bit. Do you see that? Like
3: hey, the, don't touch that. We don't know who owns that.
2: Th- like, the painting's
3: moving. I no, they scrapped, they, they, You're supposed to stay behind the line, I think, they also. They don't
2: want it anymore. It's been scrapped. Okay, touch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
3: touch it. I <laughs> push it further.
0: Cool. Alyssa, you push, you push it further and you reveal a doorway.
2: (gasps) Third option guys.
1: But we still flip a coin for it.
2: Okay. Three way coin.
1: Now this way (laughs) seems way cooler. I (laughs) am down, but we should be
2: sneaky because this is someone's hidden entrance. Super sneaky. Okay. Can we see anything Dalton with my flashlight?
0: Yeah, so you shine your flashlight, but you quickly realize that you don't need to because this room is very well lit. And Alyssa, you have discovered a library.
3: And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello, I'm comedian, actor, and co host of Dungeon Radio Hour, Michael Adair. And I'm here to promote Mini Worlds Tavern, an online coffee and tea company. Mini Worlds Tavern, they provide coffee for game night and tea for the tabletop. And why we've chosen to partner with this particular vendor is because we really think they're doing something special. I don't know about you, but after a long day of adventuring at the tabletop, I need me some coffee or some tea. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No, but for real, we all need some caffeine after that 2pm lull. You've been at the tabletop all day, you need your players alert, you need your dungeon master alert, and many worlds tavern has the goods. They provide delicious coffees and teas, some of which we've tried. Uh, for example, the Spice Sands Masala Chai, delicious, high caffeine content, and they do fun things like they give you uh, limited edition stickers, homebrew d 5e magic item or spell card, a full set of dice starting in November. They're giving some of those things away along with two limited offerings, a monthly rotating single origin coffee called Treasured Realm, and a monthly loose leaf tea and herbal series called Fabled Foliage. There are only 1,000 bags of each that become available on the first of each month. So uh, you'll expect to find some goodies like that that come with your order. And for every bag that you buy, a dollar is donated to a gaming related nonprofit as part of their giving back program which I don't know about you, but that is very generous and that tells me my money's going to a good place. So we continue to support Many Worlds Tavern. Check out their website right now, miniworldstavern.com. Have yourself a Merry Gamesmas. Now
1: back to our regularly scheduled programming.
0: <laughs> Alyssa, you have discovered a library.
2: Guys, 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 I choose this one, I choose this one.
1: Okay, uh, all right library settle down, look, ah, it's a library. I <laughs> knew it.
2: Alyssa, you're kind of
1: biased here. Are you sure? Are you sure this all is right. the right way?
0: So a couple of things, a couple of things happen at once here. Alyssa, you quickly realize that this is no ordinary library. Because everything is reversed. Hmm. The shelves extend from the ceiling. The fireplace and the armchairs and the desk are all on the ceiling looking down. And as you walk in, the books you're not are reading on the people. floor. You're walking <laughs> okay. on the ceiling. However, as all three of you enter into this, Andrew, because your passive perception is higher than anybody else's, you get the faintest. Feeling that you're being watched, and you're not sure if your eyes are playing tricks on you or not, but you can swear that the paintings are
1: watching
2: you. This is magical, guys. I love it. It's magical or it's
1: evil because I look at a painting and it looks away. I swear, okay, every time I turn my head, I swear this painting over here, it's like slowly looking at me ah, and it, ah,
2: okay. Someone's dude, watching Andrew, us. Andrew, your paranoia is getting to you. This is we fine. We
1: stepped through a secret portal behind a painting. There could be people watching us.
3: We're underground.
1: It's scary. Andrew.
3: Andrew. Stop worrying so much, dude. Haven't we always wanted to go through a secret painting into a secret room?
1: Into an upside-down We
3: always down said library. that we wanted to do that together. We we yes. <laughs> we
1: always said we would,
2: but... Now that it's happening, it's
3: upside down. It's scary. And
2: before I decide if I want a library card here, I want to see how their collection looks. Uh, Dalton, I kind of peruse the shelves.
0: Cool. So as you take a step into the library, you are immediately, immediately affected by a reverse gravity spell. As your your feet are pulled up (laughs) to the ceiling, which is technically the floor. Mike and Andrew, you look up as you see that Alyssa has now been taken 10 feet above you. This is
2: so
3: fun! Okay, Andrew, you and me make a noise on three. Three, two, one, we're going up. Whoa. 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 Oh. Okay, oh. that was pretty cool! Okay, yeah. at
1: first scary, but then like once you're halfway between gravities, you that little mm-hmm. moment of zero gravity was cool. Yeah. That
3: was fun.
2: Belly
1: flips.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like David Bowie in Labyrinth. I feel yeah. like Labyrinth right now. Dalton, there are there stairs? There are okay. not stairs. Oh, God damn it! Well, I'm less Labyrinth now. There's you gotta Labyrinth. have stairs <laughs> to kind of do a dance on, and there's mm-hmm. a baby, and you know, there's yeah. a whole thing. Alright, yeah. it's kind of like... What else is there? What's around, Dalton, now that we're on the ceiling? So the walls are lined with
0: these upside down bookshelves, but they're now right side up since you have been flipped into this room and they're fully stocked. And the only other Mm. thing that really stands out to you is in the middle of this 15 foot, I said 10 earlier, but it's 15 foot high ceiling. There is a desk that has a collection of books on the center of the
2: desk.
1: Alyssa, your favorite things in the world are on top of this desk. You want to rummage through these? Yeah, man. I know you love to do that.
2: Dude, I hope they have like a little stamp, you know, like old school libraries that they'd stamp it and be like, oh, you're due by November 7th. Like, uh, let me, I'm going to rummage through and see if they have a fun little stamp. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: Alyssa, as you approach, as you approach the (laughs) desk, you see that there is a collection of nine books and each of them are, uh, sandwiched in between two golden bookends oh. and the bookends are shaped like a star bird not a starburst, not like a candy but like a firework like a burst mm-hmm. of uh of magic of uh, an explosion and eight of the nine books are labeled and they are labeled with each school of magic that you can encounter here in Faerun. So, Ooh. And it's in this order. It's divination, necromancy, evocation, abjuration, conjuration, transmutation, enchantment, and illusion. The ninth book is blank. Huh. And then while, she, while she's looking at these books, Mike and Andrew, if you explore the library and you start looking at the shelves, we you do. quickly realize... Yeah, you quickly realize that there are all manner of books of history and of war and of magic, but what sticks out to you is you're also finding books about Earth.
3: What kind? Like Highlights Ooh. Magazine?
0: No, like <laughs> w- books that pertain to the wars and the history oh. of Earth and the people of Earth and the continents and how they were created.
3: Okay. Dalton, can I ask a question really quick? Of course. I want to grab six books on, like, different wars. What six books do I grab?
2: You're just making him list six different wars. Shush.
3: I grabbed up six Earth, books on wars. Okay,
0: well, f- well, three of them are about Hiroshima.
3: <laughs> no, six different uh, wars I said. Nope. <laughs> Hiroshima no, is not a war. That's different just wars an three of, three. One of one Hiroshima war. Hiroshima is not a war. That's one <laughs> that is attack the, in that one is, you, war. Three Hiroshima has been at war at least three times.
1: <laughs> 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 just,
2: you know.
3: Hiroshima hasn't been at war for a while. First of what.
0: all, you illiterate fuck, it's the Japan war that Hiroshima was involved
3: I'm in. I'm illiterate?
0: And the Japan It's called World War
3: 1, you illiterate
1: fuck. Alright. No, it's a different war. Oh, Dal- I feel Japan. like Dalton knows his Japanese wars, and I'm not gonna He doesn't. <laughs> it. it was
3: World War One. They made a movie about it recently.
1: Yeah, you don't
3: watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> no, All Michael,
0: right. I'm not listing six different war books for you to put into that your. That was World, World War 2
3: I take the bit. Also, I take yeah. the bit back. Also, yeah, World War
1: Two. So many historians are listening. Like, what the? F-?
2: You're not getting any of that right. You're <laughs> learning. None of us know
1: nothing
3: heart.
2: about about <laughs> history. Yeah, it was World nothing. War 2 Also, what are we oh. doing, playing D and D or some shit? Oh, uh, what are we doing? The
3: Japanese. <laughs> All right, don't go ahead with your thing. You were doing a narration.
2: <laughs> no, I'm skipping to me. I want to look at this weird. No, we're ninth doing. No,
3: no, 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 no. Dalton was in the middle of stuff. We're in our part right now. So, Mike and
0: Andrew, you are perusing these shelves and you're seeing books that are not normal to you, having to do with magic and mystical creatures and different things like that. And there are books that are written in languages that you don't understand. But what you find strange is that you're also seeing books about Earth. About the wars of Earth, the continents, how they were created, the cultures and the people of Earth, the planets and the solar system.
1: Okay, Mike, uh, call me crazy, but this book that says E A R T H, um, uh-huh. that's how you spell <laughs> our planet. And check this out. <gasps> Dude, this country, you're right? The United States of America. Am I just remembering
3: this wrong? Is that the name of where we live? Uh, no Andrew, you're completely right. That's the country that we live in and we're born in and lived like before we got here. So okay. that's the one. And I think this is about our earth. This is weird. This is unless there's another earth? I'm not
1: discounting Possible. that as a possibility? Possible? But clearly someone is studying us. The person who brought us here. This old guy on the paintings with his secret upside down room. They targeted Earth, man. For what?
3: You think somebody is studying us. Us. I don't know. Our Earth. Uh, Our world. Us. No, I mean us, dude. Us. You, me, Alyssa,
1: Dalton, us. Right? That portal opened up in my fucking house, bro. That's a good point. That's how we got here. I don't know. You know? We were brought here specifically.
3: Yeah, you're right. But why? But why? Well, we, we 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 heard from that one guy that one of us is like especially magic and important or something. Probably me. Right? Yeah, agree. I remember that. It could be any of us. It could even be me. Or it, like you know what?
1: What, if, know, me what if, <laughs> if it's both of us, dude? What if it's what if we're the most powerful? Like, how are we
3: gonna deal with Alyssa on that? I know you guys are married and stuff. I feel like I would let her down easy. Like I'd be like, hey, okay. do a little magic. And then I'd do a spell, but I made it look like I'd make it look like she did a spell. Like
2: right, a really to powerful make her feel But I'd make her feel
3: better. good, yeah. And just kinda like I guess eternally lie to her or something. What
2: are you guys talking about over there?
3: Nothing. Anyway We found an
2: Earth book
3: Yeah, we what? found some books on Earth, like our Earth, current Earth.
1: Someone's studying us and I gotta think they'd be pretty pissed if we were studying their planet on our planet, planning to bring them to ours through a portal. And it's you will to okay. believe
3: it, there's a book on, like, how um, the continents were formed. And there's a book on six, seven separate wars. I'm not going to name them, but there's a lot of war <laughs> books over here. <laughs> different wars at different oh. times. So, yeah, it's weird, right? This is our Earth. <laughs> no, books it's, on our
2: planet. No, it's, it's very weird. We just keep seeing more and more of our world and this world bleeding together. I don't know how to explain it.
3: Alyssa, oh, so look at your phone right now. You just got a notification from TGI Fridays.
2: <gasps> oh my god, their bottomless wings are back. From
3: planet Earth. Oh, save that one, actually. Do bottomless you think wings. they
1: are the ones who brought yeah. us here? TGI
2: Fridays? The CEO. It's just one big promotion. <laughs> that would be kind of cool.
3: Can you imagine? Mm.
2: I grabbed the the one unmarked book, like you said, Dalton, and I opened that one. Okay,
0: cool. So you grab the unmarked book, and it is blank. Page after hmm. page after page is Blank.
2: Are there any other doors besides the one we came in, Dalton?
0: So, you walked in on the ceiling, mm-hmm. and there is a door on the other side of this library, but it's on the ceiling. You guys are currently ah uh, because it's on like normal floor, when up we're above. On the ceiling, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I go over and I start jumping at it.
0: So you <laughs> you jump and you. <laughs> get, you know, a few inches off of the ground, making your way down towards the door, but then you fall back into into the ceiling. Ugh. It seems like whatever this <gasps> anti-gravity field is doing is holding you in place. But you know
2: what? Plant wand. Shring. And I point my little
3: <laughs> plant wand. That's a good noise.
2: Thank you. I point my little plant wand, and I come on, little guy. Come on. You can just reach your little vines.
3: Oh, why does this sound familiar?
2: I know I normally ask you to... <laughs> I know I normally ask you to unlock locks, but this time I'm going to need a little more than that just to reach that it's little handle. It's getting there.
3: Give it a second.
0: So as you're, <laughs> as you're talking to your wand, you see these these two little vines kind of poke out of the flower at the top. And then they slowly inch their way out and they kind of look around a little oh. bit. They're just getting a sense of where they're at. And then, with a rush, they snake all the way down and wrap themselves around the door frame of the door on the other side of this library. Yeah,
2: now turn the little handle, guys. I know you can do it. Just a little, Ooh, just got like it, 45 buddy. degrees. Uh,
0: they do so. They turn the handle of the door. Oh yeah. All
2: right, guys, I got the door open. So
1: we, we, we climb the vine, right? Is it still attached to the door handle? Ah! Oh, hmm. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You could climb. I'm going to leave my wand just right here. We got our exit route. I, I don't know. I'm just still feeling uncomfortable about how much Earth knowledge is in this library. I feel like we can learn a little bit more.
3: What else Earth-wise do we see in here?
0: So you see Earth books about history and culture and art and societies. And while you're searching for Earth books, you also find books that don't seem to be originating from this plane of existence or Earth's plane of existence. They talk about worlds that are inhabited by otherworldly creatures, aliens, anthropomorphic beings, uh, food, human hybrids.
2: Guys, so this is proving what we already thought, that there is a
3: spider-verse
2: we're going into the Spider Verse. Oh my God! Oh yeah. Uh, but don't let Sony hear us say that. Okay,
1: so clearly they were researching all the different verses, and maybe they chose our verse, and that's how we ended up here.
3: I don't know. The food one looks pretty fucking cool. Razzles. I'm, I'm not,
1: yeah. Would you eat a Would you eat a living hot dog? Probably. It's a. It's got I mean, a personality. No, no, guys, guys, guys,
2: guys. Razzles. Razzles. <laughs> I remember. I'm remembering now. When we were knocked out, and we were all cold and icy. I met my my friend. I met Rasmataz. That was her name. She's the one who's been giving me my magic. She said she's from a different world, too. She's not from Earth, and she's not from here. She's from a third place. I didn't ask because I'm a bad friend, but she's from a third world.
1: Those are rough. I mean, the poverty in those places. Yeah.
2: I promise I'm not making that up. I remember that in my dream, but it felt so real, and she said she was both with Dalton and not Dalton. With Dalton. You're just you're just not making a lot of sense to me, Alyssa. I mean. I know I'm not making a lot of sense. You did, know what? Did, did I'm you hit your gonna... head when we gravitated no. this No. Okay. I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm just gonna go over here. I'm just gonna go over to this desk and I'm just gonna organize. I'm just gonna organize these little bits. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of papers and I'm just gonna. Sh- 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 you gonna... organize, Alyssa. You don't have
1: to redo it. their entire Dewey Decimal system. No. Oh. When
2: I'm stressed, I like to organize. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna gonna put these together and I. Forget where this blank book book went. I'm uh, putting them in order, and so that way I can put the empty blank book at the end.
0: Cool, Alyssa. You do so. You start rearranging the the books of the different schools of magic there on the table, and you put them in alphabetical order. Obviously, once they are all in order, all eight books, you see that the cover on the blank book that you were holding begins to have this sigil etched into it and as you open it up and begin flipping through the pages you see that it is a spell book and on the first page of this book it says property of the mad mage
2: and now a
4: word from our sponsors Mm
0: -hmm. install app what in the underworld is an app
2: everything all right here sir
0: these infernal devices i am you're not anti-vampire are you
2: oh my god of course not my uncle's a vampire actually
0: great great well i've recently come out of the coffin my friends told me about this new app Uh, fanger was it a dating app for us creatures of the night to help us find willing companions
2: Uh, uh. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. My uncle found his thrall on Fanger.
0: But I can't figure out how to work this cursed contraption.
2: Let me take a stab at it. Okay, here we go, Fanger. Just sign up. And done. Now to set up your profile, you plug in your preferences. Pick your favorite blood type. A,
0: B, positive. Uh, uh,
2: uh. Oh my god, mine too. (laughs) Now upload a prick pick. A what? Your fangs, silly. They prick, don't they? Smile. Oh, and done. Oh, cool. You've already got a ton of matches.
0: No way. Wow, this guy says looking for a bite or die vampire overlord to serve eternally. Must love poetry and live bluegrass.
2: That's totally me! look at that, you can even schedule a meetup right in the app. Pick a dark alley, a cave in the outskirts of town. So what do you think? You want to meet him?
0: I... I don't know. What about her? Stacy! expert at luring virgins to dark lords. Builds bat houses out of old whiskey barrels. A waitress who only works nights. Wait a second.
2: <laughs> what can I say? I've got a thing for guys who don't eat garlic on the first date.
0: No, but you've got a virgin hookup for real.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I actually run a D&D podcast, so.
4: Now well,
2: back to our regularly scheduled programming.
0: Property of the Mad Mage.
2: Guys, what? You remember way back when we thought we we thought Honor was a li- was lying to us about the Mad Mage in the mountain?
3: Yes. Yeah, I, the, the Mad Mage in the Mountain, right. It,
2: maybe she was distracting us, but it definitely wasn't a lie, because look, this was written by the Mad Mage.
3: Wait, what is this book? I don't know, a spell book.
1: Well,
0: let's read it. So as you start looking through the spell book, it, of course, contains a variety of spells, like Bigby's Hand, Color Spray, Crown Ooh. of Madness, Enlarge, Reduce, Fabricate, False Life, Gaseous Form, Gust of Wind, Hold Monster, Ice Storm, Jump maze otto's irresistible dance reverse gravity sleet storm and weird but as you continue looking through and you begin to looking at the notes section it goes into heavy heavy detail on how to open up portals to other worlds and other planes of existence
2: guys do you think nesnar is the mad mage I mean, he's pretty mad.
1: He's a mage.
2: He obviously has magic. He's got this book. But why wouldn't he just say
1: he's Neznar? Also, I kind of thought Neznar was the Black Spider. Why would he have two monikers? Yeah,
2: but like, I don't know. Maybe you don't get to choose your nicknames. Maybe it's in different circles. Yeah,
1: that's true. You think he didn't self-publish this book? Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe that's
2: a pen name.
1: The man Mage He's like trying a thing. Yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe that's Mm -hmm. all it is, and that's how people know of it.
1: Right. Or huh. maybe the mad mage is who Neznar slash the black spider works for. Maybe there's someone else True. at the
2: top. He could just have this book because it's his bosses. I, but either way, this is just further proving what they're doing. But the question is, why? Why bring us here? I don't know. For shits and giggles? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like
0: That was such a long pause. It was really so fun. dramatic.
1: <laughs> you just have some music.
2: I don't know, guys. I don't know. It's it's all a lot. It's all a lot. I mean, I knew we came in here and we fell here and we just needed to find Dalton. And now we're finding out, I don't know, someone did this on purpose? Listen, while
1: we were sitting here reading, I didn't read a single mm-hmm. word. I just pretended to and nodded I mean, my head. But I think mm-hmm. I got I the do. gist of what's going on based on what you guys are saying. And I think right now, look, we're not going to find out the why. We're not going to find out the answers. But... We just got to progress. We got to find a way yeah. to get upside down through that door. We got to find <laughs> Dalton. And you know what? I forgot about him. I'll admit it. Arnold. Arnold.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. Know. We've just been sitting here reading books, and Arnold <laughs> is hurt. Existed. Okay. No. Let's <laughs> climb these vines.
0: Okay. Cool. Everybody give me an athletics check.
2: Why? Four. 17. Uh, Athletics? Athletics. 20.
0: Sweet. So Mike, you lead the charge here as you grasp onto the vines that have protruded out of Alyssa's plant wand and you shimmy your way down very gracefully, might I add, and make your way to the door on the opposite side of this library. And then you kind of push yourself through Alyssa right behind, also going very gracefully down this uh, vine in the <laughs> reverse Jack the Beanstalk moment. Yeah, Andrew, you also make it down, not quite as successfully as your two compatriots. As you get about Compatriot. a fourth of the way away from the door frame, you slip, and the <gasps> vines come back into Alyssa's wand, and you fall the rest of the way oh, down. Onto the floor. Andrew, give me a (laughs) D6. Andrew, give me a D6. I'm right next to you guys.
1: Hey, guys. A D6. Oh, good. Oh, do you have my wand? Are you okay?
2: I mean, I'm Um, sorry that you're hurt, but my wand?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just let the wand. uh, I sort of landed on it as it was vertical. Um, I sat on it. Um, You know what? uh, You can have it. We saw
2: that. Yeah. You know what? No further. I I need someone to pull it it out.
1: I need someone to pull it
2: out. No, you can have it. That's yours now. I think it's mic.
3: <laughs> I need you to mm-hmm. pull it out, buddy. I got it. Okay, hold on. Okay, let's do. It. I'm tugging it. Okay, is that okay? Uh, you know is what? That back in a little, little bit, bit. Tugged. Back in. Okay, I like.
1: I Are you like okay? It. I want it inside forever. No, take it out. Take All it yeah, out. Yeah, you know what?
2: He, he can have it for inside forever. I
3: That's I fine. It. Okay, I rip. I rip it, I rip
1: in it in out. Thing.
2: And I I throw it to Alyssa.
1: Um,
2: No,
3: no. (laughs) uh, Alyssa, you gotta. It clatters to the floor.
2: No, you gotta smell it. It pushed my pants
1: inside. It was covered. That's
2: gone forever.
1: All right, moving on. Um, we're here. Let's go through this door. (laughs) So, (laughs)
0: Jesus Jesus H Christ! You walk into this next doorway, and you walk into a two-chambered hall with a twenty-foot ceiling. And scattered throughout this chambered hall are 10 copper-plated pillars of iron. And each one of them is alive with electricity. You watch as it arcs from pillar to pillar to pillar. And there is one central, so 11 pillars in total. There is one large central pillar. That stands apart, and it seems to be getting this lightning energy from above. Uh, All of you give me an arcana check.
1: One.
2: Damn. 17.
0: 12. Cool. Alyssa, since you had the highest on that, Mm -hmm. you recognize the energy signature, the magical energy coming off of these bolts of lightning as the same energy energy that comes off of the portals when they open and close, especially the giant one over Waterdeep. It's almost like these pillars are harnessing that energy.
1: You guys feel that? You know what? I do feel that
2: energy. It's like my hairs are standing up. It reminds me of the magic when we were right outside, when you were watching the dog being turned into a hot dog. Right! I can feel... Oh, I can feel, like, that same mark, if that makes sense. It's like that same hum.
1: I mean, what if this Tesla coil is, like, powering the giant (gasps) portal above water? Oh, my God. It has to be. Wait, didn't we see?
2: Okay, back in the elevator. We've never seen a portal that big.
1: Right, right. But back in the elevator, Mm -hmm. did anyone else see, like, an underground... It looked like a town almost. A whole town. Yeah. A I just kind of stood in
2: the back. I didn't want them to see me. You right. know, as we passed by.
1: Remember that time we went under deep to the <gasps> heart of Waterdeep? The heart yeah. of Waterdeep. Was that the heart? Are we in the heart? Are we in the body right now of Waterdeep? We're below the
2: heart. We're at the stomach of Waterdeep Oh, my now. God. Guys. Waterdeep. <gasps> it goes under <underground. gasps> we deep.
1: Oh, oh my God. God! This
2: is the real water deep.
1: It's all it's twenty-two floors deep. It's now we know. Together. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. we
1: got to destroy these coils. That's the only thing I can yeah. think to do. We got to knock shit over. We got to burn shit to the ground. Or oh, yeah. we can seek to understand things first.
2: I <laughs> 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 like the rashness. I
1: I
3: do too. <laughs> I th- okay. I do okay. Too. Okay, I appreciate I'm it. it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like it's wild I'm and crazy. I flip my hands idea, around like idea.
3: I'm, like I'm
1: flipping revolvers, and then I point and aim at two of the Tesla coils and I want to blast.
0: <gasps> all right, all right, Andrew, give me a roll to hit. Sixteen. Okay, roll for damage. You shot it, buddy. Fuck it up good. Thirteen. Cool. Uh Mike and Alyssa, you watch as Andrew cocks back both thumbs and with a pew pew, fires two motes (laughs) of fire at these copper-plated pillars. And you watch as a large char mark gets blasted into the side of this pillar, but almost immediately after the impact happens, the hair sticks up on every single one of the back of your necks, and then this arc of purple lightning comes and smacks into Andrew, throwing him off of his feet and back against the wall. Andrew! You see him lay there, hair standing up on end and smoke, rolling off his body. Andrew, you take 10 points of lightning damage. Oh, David. Jesus.
3: Buddy, are you Ooh. okay?
1: I'm... Uh, you know what? Portals taste good, but I think I just got hit with some portal lightning and, yeah, it hurt. It hurt. No, tastes no, no. good, but it hurts. What okay. does it taste like? A little bit like grape, like a
3: metallic-y sort of grape. Oh. <sighs> like a grape. Like, like those uh, barrel juices. Right, they leave that like little... Like
2: those gross medicine-looking grapes. Mm. Right, they leave mm. that
1: little metallic taste. Um, ow! <laughs> I don't think we can blast these things.
2: You're still singeing. Uh, how yeah. did Arnold do it? Um... Uh, I lay my hands on Andrew's shoulders to cast cure wounds.
1: Cure it,
0: Alyssa. You do so. You lay your hands on Andrew's shoulders and you cast cure wounds, and your hands begin to glow with this rainbow-like light. And Andrew, you feel this like warmth wash over you from your shoulders and kind of go over your entire body. And you hear just the faintest horse whinny in the back what? of your head.
1: You good? Sorry, I thought I, I thought I heard my bone my horse femur but twas a memory <laughs> thanks Alyssa I feel so much better should I blast this okay. thing again no no, no no these things are time?
2: way too charged up these are th- way too charged up we do okay. not want to add I think any energy to them maybe we can find more of like a like I don't know like a button or like a power source that these are coming from that we can turn off. These are way too
1: a surge protector.
0: Just unplug for it. my
2: liking. Exactly. Right. Where is the surge protector? So let's keep moving on. Maybe we'll find something that turns these off.
0: So as the three of you continue to walk forward, you notice that there is like this copper wiring or this copper piping that's running along the ground that is carrying hmm. this purple electric current with you like it's taking power away from this main this main room and as you enter into this next room you come into this semicircular stone carved room and there are eight obsidian towers that go around in this like half arch this half circle arch shape and give me an
3: investigation check everybody
2: I like this everybody doing it me too
3: we now it's find 21. out who wins. Ooh, investigation, eh? 19. hmm 22. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yes.
2: So good. Mike,
0: you notice it first. Each of these eight pillars is also carved with a symbol that represents each different school of magic, and they all correlate mm-hmm. to the eight different books that Alyssa put in order um, in the library. And in the center of this room is just a circle of runes.
3: Dalton, I would like to look at the runes closely.
0: Cool. Mike, you go up and you look at the runes. Give me an investigation check at advantage.
2: Advantage.
3: Oh, 15.
0: Cool. Um, Mike, you go down to investigate the runes. And as you get closer and closer to them they all of a sudden as you step into the center of this ring start to glow bright white and there is a surge of magical energy in the air that all of you can feel and in three two one
2: mike what did you mike has gone <gasps> a- Alyssa? Oh, no sorry. i'm here i'm here I'm You're here. still here i'm used to you disappearing mike's gone i felt it before it happened Mike? Why? Why did you stop it? I didn't. It was too fast. It was too okay, fast. All okay. of a sudden, I felt this just surge, like this tingle going up my spine, and then just. And
1: this Mike. Is, okay. Uh, Mike, Mike. Mike. Can Mike. you hear us?
2: Oh, you know what? Oh, 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 hold on. I pulled my pendant out. I pulled my pendant out. Remember how we were making it like a like a metal detector? Um, yeah, um, yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, but it needs it needs an object. Not Mike's. Mike's. Um.
3: The booger I flicked on the ground. <laughs> Not the booger you no. flicked on the ground. Yeah. Mike's
2: ring, Mike's ring. He wouldn't He wouldn't take that off. Mike's ring, uh, show me. I I whisper into the little, I whisper, I whisper into the little pendant, Mike's ring, where is it? And I point my little pendant out to locate object.
0: Cool, so you point your little pendant out and just like when you were trying to track Alton down, this little dot of uh, red indication magic appears in the center of this clear gem. And it blinks pretty quickly, uh, almost to the point where it's a solid red dot in the center of this gym, almost like it's trying to tell you that he's right on top of he's you. He's close,
2: guys. Uh, Andrew,
1: he's so close. Okay, he's so, so close. So maybe he's not actually gone. Maybe he's here, but he's. Uh,
2: maybe he's tiny, like tiny Andrew.
0: Mike. As you're bending down to look at these runes, you feel the rush of magic. And as you go to stand back up and turn around to tell Andrew and Alyssa that it's nothing, it seems normal, you realize that you were in the same room that you were in, but Andrew and Alyssa are no longer there.
3: Okay, so I, I start to wander around. Alyssa? Andrew? Alyssa? guys
0: mike as you're walking around you do see a doorway that leads out of this room but in your mind that's the same doorway that you entered from where the pillars were with the electricity
3: what the fuck is going on i i go up to the door dalton
0: mike you go up to the doorway and you look out and you see that it is now a hallway that tees off to both the left and the right and the original room with the pillars are nowhere to be found.
3: Uh, okay. Uh, I look both ways down the corridor where it tees off. So you
0: see that to the right leads to a heavy set of double doors, and to the left leads to a zigzagged hallway.
2: Andrew, he moved, he moved. It. It. The, the, the beeping went less. Uh, I, I move it around. He moved. He's- wait, wait. It's 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 better this way. Um, okay. If we head if we head towards the door, it gets it gets wait, big Wait wait,
1: Alyssa Alyssa, hear me out. This is insane. What if we just step on the runes and we just go with him? But
2: what if what if it's bad where he went? But we okay okay okay
1: okay. Are we selfish then if we don't have bad things happen to I'm us? I'm just saying
2: I don't yeah. I, we can't help if we're stuck. You gotta put the air mask on yourself first. You know. Oh
1: yeah, like in the airplanes. Yeah. You yeah. know what I always pay attention to them. It's interesting to me, and I feel like you I. You know should what? I do remember. it.
2: I do it out of politeness. I feel bad for those air flight attendants. I like do no a one's good job. the them. two
1: of you, yeah.
0: while the two of you are having this conversation, Andrew, you're wandering aimlessly around while you're talking to Alyssa. And just like Mike, there is this surge of magical energy, and mid sentence, <laughs> Andrew disappears.
3: Oh, now is he it, with Andrew. me? Or do you, can we see each other?
0: Yeah. So. In that same instance, Andrew, you pop out and no longer see Alyssa, but then you find yourself in the same exact room, in the same exact position, but now you see Mike.
1: And I think I would look really good in the stewardess uniform. Whoa! Uh, Mike? What was that? Mike? Excuse me? <laughs> I'm so- me, and, me and your wife, we were sort of not even looking for you, talking about flight attendants. Hey. Oh my god, buddy!
3: <laughs> I bet you were looking for me. I was we for you. It was at the same time. Okay. Hey. Yeah, okay, okay, cool.
1: Okay. Oh god, okay, so we just need Alyssa uh, to step through. I was trying to tell her to just come through, well, but we Well, thought... she's a
3: smart girl. She'll be here, you know. Okay. Okay. But for okay. now, let's sing our song. You wanna sing that song that we always sing to each other? Please, please start so I can find the key. <laughs> it Andrew and Andrew, Mike and they're Andrew, gonna
1: Mike. be friends.
3: And we're gonna be friends. Andrew and Mike. Andrew and Mike. They're gonna, be gonna be super friend. friends. Super friends. Be, rub each other's rub, nipples with, with cheez
1: and Cheetos Cheez-its. and Doritos and stuff. And mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Cheese base and snacks.
0: Down and down and down, our adventurers go searching for Dalton, Arnold, and now Nesnar. Will the answers that they seek lie in this underground dungeon full of the strange and unusual? Or will the plot only become more convoluted? Find out next time when our new episode drops on December 26th. In the meantime, we want to give a special shout-out to all of our patrons and appreciate your continued support of the show. If you want to be part of this amazing group of humans, then consider becoming a patron yourself by heading to www.patreon.com slash dungeon radio hour. Until next time, keep the volume up, the dial tuned in, and always say yes to the adventure. Bye for now, kids.
1: <laughs> that was that That's was right. A, that was That's a, right. That's
3: the song that we've been <laughs> that singing it? to each other for years. That's what our is that, friendship what about song. A... <laughs> You're right. That's our friendship song. I also... love that song, dude. But let's sing the real one, though, real quick. No, I'm Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? I think I forgot about the real, real. The real, <laughs> real. We should try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sing it. Ready? One last time. Yeah, go ahead. Oh you start off because I got to find the key. Go ahead. Andrew and Mike. Ah, ah. Andrew
1: and Andrew Mike. And Mike. Ah, They're going to try to skateboard and then ride a
3: bike. Ah, ah. Andrew and Andrew Mike. And you do Mike. one. Ah, ah. Andrew and Mike. Mike. Gonna make a salad and eat Mike and Ike's. Andrew and Mike. Andrew and Mike. Mike.
1: That's great. We gotta get your wife through the portal, though. We have to get (laughs) (laughs) her. All right.
3: (laughs) Hey, Game Masters.
1: Are you sick of cliche stories that leave your players falling asleep? Do you suffer from low engagement at your gaming table? Do you struggle with creating interesting plots and engaging NPCs? Do your players laugh at your tiny dice rolls? Well, we can't help you with that one. But we can help you level up your gaming. I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. We discuss the topics that matter the most when you're being a GM. Be that better
3: map design, telling gripping mysteries, or just not killing off your players in an adversarial way i mean yeah join us at
1: level for doing a tabletop rpg podcast every thursday on apple podcasts spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts